Welcome to Calvary Life. This is the podcast for the members of Calvary Baptist Church and also anybody out there who is interested in uh, local church life. Uh, We're glad to have kind of a holiday edition, a Christmas edition. We're going to spend a few minutes just talking about um, Christmas traditions, things that uh, we as uh, our families do, and and just excited to hear um, and be excited about Christmas as it comes. And by the way, I'm Charles. I'm Paul. And I'm Tommy. Yeah, we have Tommy Perry here with us today, our Director of Missions. Glad he is here to um, offer some of his family traditions. So I'm gonna let him go first. So Tommy, um, tell us Thanks, about Charles. some. You're welcome. Tell us about some things that uh, you and the Perry household do for Christmas. Uh, yeah, so we we do we've done a, a couple things, a few things, um, mainly spearheaded by uh, by my wife. But uh, but we we we've uh, again as far as uh, Advent leading up to to Christmas. Yeah, more than just Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, more than just Christmas Eve. And so um, we we intentionally read um, read some books um, along the way every every night. Again, it's it's, it's it just depends on the night. And and, and again, um, but uh, we try to keep keep on pace with that. But books like uh, Jotham's Journey, Tabitha's Travels, um, Ishtar's Odyssey, Bartholomew's Passage. Those are all books. Um, as as children journey in a specific journey toward Bethlehem, uh, it's very adventuresome, and um, you know there's good guys and bad guys. Uh, there's there's Deca of Megiddo, uh, he's the bad guy, and so um, but uh, the ultimate bad guy. But th- I mean, there's other things, you know, like Keeping Holiday. There are good books out there uh, by Star Mead, uh, which is a good uh, Christmas book, Advent book, uh, Grandpa's Box by. Uh, me. It's not necessarily a, a Christmas book, but it is a story of redemption yeah. aimed at kids. And so um, Keeping Holiday is, is a great one. Uh, one of the lines in there is, you can't find the founder. He finds you. It's not just the founder. He's the finder, too. And so uh, it's, just, it's, just a, it's just a great um, time with us and our kids, you know, just leading up to Christmas. And, you know, we think, have things like Advent calendar, uh, Advent blocks do those kinds of things, um, you know, uh, on a lighter note, um, you know, there's riding around on, you know, it was prior to Christmas, looking at Christmas lights, Yeah, uh, hot Does chocolate. your family still do that? Yes, they do. Okay, I got to talk to my get, family because they we, gave up on me on that. No, we get all the kid, the, the two in college, everybody getting yeah, a band. So. We have our hot chocolate and we ride around look at Christmas lights. Yeah, I think and actually so. me and Melody are doing that tonight by ourselves. So if anybody <laughs> wants to join us. It's going to be so. just us going around town looking at Christmas lights, but uh, we love to do that. That's so much fun. Yeah, it is. It is. So. It is. And so, uh, so where do you guys go around here to look at Christmas lights? I know there's like that, you know, that two street disco light section over there. Um, what's that? West Westover? Is no, that it? Um, yeah. What is no? Where's the one that's all synced to the music and everything? Yeah, yeah. It's, Westwood. It's Westwood. 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 Yeah. Yes, yes. That's pretty cool. That's a good one. It's 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 yeah, hard to get in and out of. So, so it's hard to get in and out of. So, and then you have Dunwoody has, Dunwoody. Uh, is that the one that's got all the, every house has it right off of John D. Odom right there? Yeah. He's yeah. I saw that road, the other night, you know? by, kind of by accident. Um, yeah. And then there's one across the street from that over in, um, that's just got all the, the signs he's made and stuff in the yard. That's really lit up. There's a few, you there's know, few, but uh, it's, yeah. uh, you know, enterprise now has got a pretty good setup out there. Um, I've heard, I haven't been out there yet. I haven't I might been be out there. Trekking no. there today. No. Who knows? And maybe um, I'm too old for this, but Tommy, I'm a little bit older than you are, I guess, but. Do you Not remember much. when you were a kid? You remember your favorite Christmas shows? Like, yeah, like when the Christmas season came, you know, like Monday night's going to be this one, then Tuesday night's going right. to be this one, and 
So I was trying to introduce one of those to my granddaughter, Charlie, the other night. Man, she was just utterly bored by the whole thing. I just couldn't even get her to watch it. <laughs> wow. It was a whole Burl Ives is a snowman and Rudolph and the whole Rudolph, thing. And I, I think yeah. she found the whole thing just just utterly disinteresting. And I was I was profoundly disappointed. Yeah, Frosty well, the Snowman, Rudolph yeah. the Red Nose. I think you've got it. a few more years. And Grinch. You know, the original so, Grinch, the classic one. But now she wants to watch this this new Disney-fied one or whatever it is. I'm not talking about the, the Bizarro one with Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. My kids hate that one. They yeah, don't I'm not talking like about PCP one, so. Grinch. I'm talking <laughs> about like whatever this semi-animated thing is. Yeah. And she's made me watch it twice now. And I, and yeah. What's it called? It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. Illumination. Yeah, I am that old yep. man. I'm the old man on a Christmas porch. <laughs> yeah, now we, we do. Uh, that's another thing, too, is, is watching you know holiday movies, You know, Home Alone, Home Alone 2. Those are always on running constantly. Do you drink time. eggnog? Uh, I do not. Not eggnog. Charles, you drink eggnog. I like eggnog. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's that. What's I'm, I'm, that? I like it. What's I'm the only about? one that will drink it in my family, but I usually get me a pint of eggnog and <laughs> drink it through the Christmas week. But I hadn't got it yet. Sounds so iffy. I'll have to go do that. Now Charles speaking of speaking of, of speaking of <laughs> speaking of food and drink, now we do have on Christmas morning there is a tradition where the the, the day before Jamie makes homemade cinnamon rolls. And so we cook those on uh, Christmas morning. We have breakfast casserole. It's it's a tradition. If we don't have that, I mean, it's 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 you know. Um, and so so that's kind of speaking of food and drink. That is one of our traditions. Yeah, that, we, that we, we have do. cinnamon rolls too on Christmas morning. That's, so, a, that's and, a big. And you guys both have large families. So has it been important to you with your kids growing up and everything? And of course, you're, we're empty nesters now. Our kids come back for Christmas. You guys are kind of in between spots there, hybrids. Now, but is it, has it been important? Was it important to you when your kids were little and all the way through their growing up years for them to be at home on Christmas Day? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and we're lucky. You know, we don't have to travel for Christmas. Yeah. We have both sides of our family are here in Dothan. And so we're able to see both sides without um, having to make a trek and, you know, split Christmas up, which is really nice. You know, we God has blessed us with that. So we, we get to be at home. You know, usually the afternoon is just a chill afternoon after. Um, you know, a, a big Christmas meal and, and those kind of things. And so it's nice to not to have to do that travel. But, yeah, everybody's together Christmas morning. My kids have been great to me. They don't get up at the crack of dawn. I don't know about yeah. y'all. Tommy, have you get up at the crack of not dawn? Not at the crack of dawn, but it's, it's, not, it's not early, early. So, but... Uh... But yeah, that is a, that is a that is a good thing not to not yeah, to be and I'm I'm, so. I'm liking the idea of not having to build a bike or whatever those kind of things yeah, that's that you true. used to do, you know uh, I don't have to do that stuff anymore. So now we our new tradition is to we get home from um, my in laws usually about eight or nine and we we watch a Christmas movie together then mm. and then we go to bed. So it's it's probably eleven or so before we go to bed Christmas Eve, but we're not up early. We're not we're not getting up before seven thirty eight o'clock, which is really nice. Yeah. So Up until recent Christmases, done. my kids were still sleeping at the foot of my bed on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Big kids, foot of bed Christmas Eve, and getting up, getting, getting up, up. cracking on early for sure. But, you yeah. know, we wanted everybody to be home on Christmas because we wanted to keep that sense of this. Obviously, Christmas's primary message is not family, but we wanted to celebrate mm. the primary message of Christmas as a family. We didn't want that just simply to be everybody do your own thing, go your mm. own place, or or that that day didn't have special meaning that we could spend it anywhere and it would just be the same. So, we've always been very intentional about that. Even when we had to travel a little bit for grandparents and things like that, Christmas Day we wanted to be there and we wanted to try to keep that focus on. On Christ, and that's kind of hard when you've got a, you know when you've got a house full of kids and you've got mm. presents under the tree and um, you know you got a, a jolly fat man 
um, delivering something else, whoever that jolly fat man is in your house. <laughs> you know, I won't, I won't say one way or the other. But, you know, you got all these things that stir up anticipation and excitement for kids. It's kind of hard on that morning to keep the focus on the birth of Christ. What have you guys done to do that? Obviously, Tommy, you know, you're talking about leading up to and yeah. Advent series, things like that. I remember one year we got one of those Advent calendars had candy in it each day, you know, open up wow. the box. Mm. I think when my kids figured out there was candy in it, they pretty much killed it way before Advent, so we <laughs> never got go. to what the point was. <laughs> and some of the candy was rather disappointing, yeah. so we didn't do that again. Uh, but, you know, trying to keep the focus on the main thing, keep the focus on the love of God for us at, at Christmas. What do you guys do for that? What do you, like, what's Christmas morning look like, or Christmas Eve, or whenever you really try to? I want to gather the family around, yeah. and I want to focus in on, on Christ. How do you guys do that? Well, well, I think one thing that at Calvary that Calvary has done for a long time, and it's been a tradition of Calvary since I've been here, um, is a candlelight Christmas Eve service. You know, it's something that that I think pulls the whole church family together for that specific reason of gathering. And usually, we're reading Luke two during the during the um, you know during the the service singing Christmas carols together. It's, it's looked a lot of different ways over the years, but it's always been about that focus. And I really think our church family, um, a lot, a lot of our church family come to that. If they're in town, they're here. You know, that's one of our, probably closest to our biggest uh, event we have of the year is that that Christmas time. And it is a lot of families from out of town, but it's really a lot of just us. Yeah. I think that's one way that, that we have that focus. And of course, we're doing that again this time. It'll be on mm-hmm. Sunday, which is a little different. It'll be our kind of like our normal Sunday evening service, but but at five again in the fellowship center. So I always look forward to that. I think that's one way that we keep, keep the focus of Christ and his coming uh, around Christmas. Yeah. I was going to say for maybe some younger families listening and you're trying to think about the value of, of some tradition, you want there to be some tradition and we'll talk some more about some of the things that our families do, but you're trying to discover what your own traditions are going to be. I would say make a foundational one gathering, Gathering for worship on on Christmas Eve, um, you know we don't do that just simply because it's a popular thing to do, or we know it'll be high attended. We we really want to do that because that is a focal point. It's a focal point for our church family. It's a focal point for my family. We we want to do that. That's something we're going to do together. And I would really encourage you, particularly those of you with younger kids at home, talk about it afterwards. Use that as a springboard to, to go home and before you do anything else, before kids go to bed or whatever it may be, talk about it. Talk about what you saw and heard and, and what that means to you and what you understand, all those things. It's it's a great hub of any other any other family tradition. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say give it all over to us, you know, spend some time in scripture yourself or whatever's traditional to you, but let that be one of the one of the central pieces, central components of your family Christmas tradition. And you know, Lord willing, we're going to do that every Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll always be doing that. That's something Calvary will always do. Yeah, yeah. And then another thing that that we have done. I, I guess I married into this tradition that started way before I did in, in Melody's family. Is uh, on Christmas Eve after the Christmas Eve service here, we we always go back to my in laws, John and Margaret's, and and um, during the time there, of course, there's gifts and those kind of things. But before any of that starts. Um, they do a play, and they all the, the kids usually are the ones who are doing the play. Uh, and it's kind of grown over the years, but it started when Melody and Michelle were little, um, that they were the center center actresses in the in the play. But now it's the grands and the great-grandkids are doing it. So they, they act out Luke 2, that we read the story together and, and watch them act it out. Uh, and then we usually sing, sing a, a Christmas song, some kind of Christmas carol uh, together. And then usually it's even grown to being now where – um, my my uh, mother-in-law Margaret ha- asked some of the older grandkids if they'll 
they'll give us a testimony of the night of what their year's been like. And so it's really a, a good time just to sit and and think about the year we've had and be thankful for it. Um, and, you know, so all that happens before we, we get into the gift giving. It's something that yeah. I really um, enjoy and really am glad that they started way back when and we still keep that tradition going every year. Yeah, and that's the same with us, um, with Jeremy and I, and Christmas morning is, you know, reading the Christmas story, uh, Luke 2, um, um, praying uh, before we do any, get into any kind of, you know, gift giving and to, to keep that, you know, uh, central focus um, where, where it needs to be. Um, and so now we even do that at my parents' house, my well, my mom's house. Uh, as we go over, uh, again, our, our family is relatively close here, you know, uh, and so um, once we do everything Christmas morning, we head to my mom's and, and, um, and, that, and, and basically, you know, reading scripture and praying and before we get into gift giving, eating and, and all those kinds of things. And so, um, but my kids, speaking of uh, Christmas Eve service, kids look forward to that here at Calvary uh, for the years that we have been here. And uh, it's just a just a great time of coming together, family, you know, uh, and uh, focus on Christ. And um, so those, those are good things. So, last several years, Cecilia and I have been reading just different devotionals, a different Advent devotional this year. And there's so many good resources mm-hmm. out there. I mean, just so, just so many good ones, just to keep your focus, keep you locked in. And I know that season is is about past now. I mean, we're almost to the day. So by the time you hear this, we're only going to be a few days away from Christmas. But but maybe think about that even for next year mm-hmm. and picking up something that we're going to do this for every day of Advent. We're going to read a daily reading that keeps us focused, keeps us locked in. And, and we try to have some good resources down there um, at our resource center mm-hmm. in the rock and things like that. But just, just another, just another good tool and just teaching opportunities. One of the little things we've done and, We've got one of those uh, one of those Fisher Price nativity sets that we bought, man, maybe three decades ago now, and and that one we finally we got Charlie a brand new version of it, so she's got one under her tree. But we've had that thing since my kids were tiny, and it's not it's you know this is not a big deal. It's nothing hard. It just sits there. It's the center under the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. and it's it's just always a teaching point. You know, it's just always particularly when your children are little. Um, let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about it. for them. That's play. You know, we're gonna get out. We're gonna talk about Jesus. We're gonna talk about Mary and Joseph, and we're gonna talk about these animals and where was Jesus born and why was Jesus born? Who are these men that come that come to visit Jesus and all that? And so, just you know, those opportunities. So whether it's something more formal, you've got this beautiful nativity set on the side, or you've got this toy one. Um, just using these teaching opportunities, and it's just really interesting. And I'm kind of thinking this kind of renewed in this with a granddaughter who's very engaged in this now, just hearing it come back, hearing the story come back um, through her, through her level of understanding, through a near three-year-old's understanding. And you just see the value of, of teaching opportunities and those traditions that will mean something to them, that will give them something to return to. And Lord willing, there'll be gospel tools too down the road. If you should have a son or a daughter who, who strays off the path somewhere, um, those memories are not just warm memories of home and family. They're reminders of, of key elements of the gospel. These things I can, I can come back to, and in those, in those moments, um, you know, I can cling to those. So like, like for my number two son, Alex, he was kind of sadly texting with us the other day. I've forgotten what it's like to celebrate Christmas. This is his uh, sixth Christmas overseas. And so mostly he does that alone only. Only one time we've been there close to Christmas where he is, and we didn't get there till the day after. But you know, those memories are very, very important to him. Those traditions mm-hmm. that 
that you might take for granted, or your kids might take for granted, because they yeah. can do them all the time. When sure. you don't have them and you're you're in a faraway place, they mean a lot. And and all those mm. things that you remember hearing and thinking about, singing, you know, that sort of thing. One thing I do miss from my childhood that was a family tradition for my extended family is we would go over to an aunt and uncle's house, and my cousin, my, one of my oldest cousins, she plays the piano, and just everybody would gather around that piano just singing. And she plays piano for her church, and so, you know, she'd play whatever. So sing this, I mean, play this, play this. And we'd probably spend, you know, after having a big meal and, and, and you know, whatever presents exchange, that sort of thing, we just sing. And I, I really, that's something, that's an old tradition that our families do every year that I miss. I wish there was somebody that could sit around the piano and we could just sing those songs together. Mm. It's not like you don't yeah. have anybody that's uh, musical in your family. <laughs> I just thought about that as I was saying it. I just don't have a piano. Uh, well, we got a few that we'll give you. I do what I'll step it into. If you're up in this room, you see one of our one of our vintage uprights there you go. right here. You're welcome to use any of these rooms anytime you want. You can have one if you can get it home. Yeah, you can get it down the stairs. Down the stairs. It, it could be yours. Down the stairs. It could be yours. It's like somebody offering you an old pool table or something. Well, that's it's like those resources you're talking about. Resources, you know, and just the gospel-focused resources that are out there. There's a there's a plethora. Of them. I mean, there's many of them. Like, and I mentioned a few earlier, but they're all gospel-focused um, resources uh, that point to the the reason. I know cliche for the season, uh, and so, um, but good stuff. Good stuff out there for um, parents with young kids, um, and uh, you know. Uh, and, and just solid stuff, solid stuff. So all yeah, and if you if you want a, a list of that, uh, I'm sure Tommy would love to help you with that. Just send him an email, or even or Zach would, or yeah. or any of our folks up here on staff. We've we could give you a list of things to look forward to. Maybe for next year. Maybe maybe yeah. uh, look at the uh, sales after Christmas. You know, go ahead and get get prepared for next year. There will be a lot that's on sale. I don't think that our resource center really goes much on sale for those kind of things because you know <laughs> we're not making much as it is or any so. Hey, here's a little bit of a plug. Obviously, I get nothing for this, but these are free resources, so it wouldn't matter anyway. But you can go on Desiring God. If you mm. click on the section of their website, resources and things, books, um, every year they're they're producing, um, maybe it's not every year, but I know there are more than a few of Advent, Advent. daily devotionals, and they're mm. free downloads. Yeah. And there's some good stuff on there. And I think we've done that. I think Jamie and I have done that one year, did that one year. You yeah, know, there's some, really, so some many. really good ones on yeah. there. So, right. If I had better foresight, I would recommend to you the one that – uh, Cecilia and I are reading this season um, by Sinclair Ferguson because it's so rich in the first few chapters of Matthew. But uh, that would have been a great lead into Matthew, but oh well, maybe next time. <laughs> but it is a really great uh, Advent source. And there's just there are a lot of good ones. I would just encourage that. You know, So some of the things we talked about, finding some good things to read and read to your family, getting your family engaged in some meaningful way with a Christmas story, You know, whether it's Charles mm-hmm. and his family and they're reenacting it and looking forward to it because it's fun and it's engaging for the kids at all ages, but... You know, just forces the issue, just pushes. Let's put put Christ in front of front mm-hmm. of everything. To being in church together, I think we undersell sometimes that as a part of our tradition. That's let's do this. Let's let's not miss this part. Um, so I know Sunday is going to be a busy day for a lot of people, and some of you are going to have to travel and grandparents and this that and the other and some demands. I, just let me let me strongly encourage you. Make church a part of your tradition. Um, not just not just Christmas, but make that a hub of your family. This is what we do, and we're not gonna we're not gonna miss that for something else. There's nothing more important than that. And this is a bit of an advertisement, but for us, uh, this coming Sunday for Christmas Eve, we have two services: our typical, our regular Sunday morning service, and that'll be different, unique from our our Christmas Eve service that night in the but, sanctuary. 
Christmas morning, was, Christmas Eve morning in the sanctuary at ten, and then Christmas PM service at five in the fellowship center. There are going to be different kinds of services, as Charles mentioned. The evening service, as we've traditionally done for quite a while now, will be a candlelight service, and I think it'll be really—it's a really good opportunity too. We, we didn't mention this, but for those of you who have family in town and that sort of thing, that maybe they're not active churchgoers, right. maybe not Christian at all. Christmas Eve, that PM service is going to give you a great opportunity for them to come, and they're going to hear—they're going to hear the gospel, they're hear, hear the good news. You know, behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who's Christ the Lord. That's our focus. That's what we're going to declare. So that's Christmas Eve in the PM, and then Sunday morning be, I think, a really beneficial service for us too. And we're going to begin. By the way, we're going to begin our series in the Gospel of Matthew, starting this Sunday. So just good opportunity to come and make that make that centerpiece. Put everything else in second place. Um, let grandparents know we're gonna we can't be there for early lunch because we got church Sunday morning. Or we can't stay all afternoon because we get church Sunday night, but I think it'll be worth your time and it'll be worth your family's time. Yeah, and I hope this has For been sure. as well, and I will wrap it up. So we hope you all have, have everyone that has a great Christmas uh, weekend, and, of course, Christmas Eve, come see us again. And uh, we will not have a podcast next week as we're, uh, the offices will be closed up here. Um, and so we'll see you back in January as we start 2024 together. Yeah, so, we got yeah. some good stuff coming up in January. I'm look, looking forward to some of those discussions that we've got planned, that we've got on the docket. And if you've got some ideas or thoughts that you um, have for our podcast, some things you'd like for us to kick around, some questions you'd like answered or subjects you'd like discussed or you know, some what-ifs, what-abouts, those kind of things, um, shoot us an email. Podcasts, plural, singular, podcast. either one, whatever you want to. So whatever I say, because <laughs> we had to adjust. So podcast, if you want to type less, or podcasts, plural, we'll make it work at calvarydothan.com and uh, shoot us some ideas and things. And if um, if they meet Charles's approval, we'll do it. If he hates it, then we won't do your podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll put it as an addendum of something. <laughs> All right, so we are for God, for Dothan, and for the world, and I will see you in 24. God bless you. Have a Merry Christmas.